Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the ENS Football Podcast. It's episode 20. That's right, our 20th episode. Absolutely delighted to welcome back. I think for the 20th and then the last one of the year, I've got two of my ideal podcast guests in the world. He'd say that whoever was on there, wouldn't he? Totally. I think he's missed me there. It's been a while since I've been on. Well, I say if I had two of my ideal podcast guests, it'd probably be someone like Scarlett Johansson and Margot Robbie. But instead, Who? we've got... Pardon? You know who they are, don't you? Who's the second one? Margot Robbie. Robbie who? What? Oh, no. You need to... You need to oh, Google mate. It. It's not a good start. Who's she from? Oh, mate. Well, instead, you can hear I've got <laughs> Tim Spears with me and uh, and Joe Massey. Yeah, you need to Google Margot Yeah, Robbie. I'm going to start. Yeah, just yeah. let me alone for a few yeah, minutes. Incredible. Um... Boys, how are we feeling? How was your Christmas? Joe, back on, you haven't been on for a while? No, it's been, been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. Great to have you back. Uh, did you have a good day? Christmas Day? Yeah. Fantastic day, mate. Fantastic day. Topped off with a victory for the Saddlers on Boxing Day. Made it all the more sweet. Super Saddlers. What was um, the main present that you got? Was it, is, are you a big present family? Yeah, massive present family, yeah. Are you, are you a giver or a receiver? <laughs> <laughs> Behave. Both. <laughs> <laughs> nice to give a good present, isn't it? it? Is. I, I like it. As you get older, I like yeah. you get more of a satisfaction from it, I think. Yeah. What was the best one you got in return? Got quite a few good things, actually. My missus bought me a giant table football oh, table. Like proper yeah, full yeah. size. Yeah, yeah. Played that Christmas Day morning. That was a nice little uh, treat. Never play it again, but you've had it good. Yeah, yeah. So, like <laughs> Joey and Chandler, we'd be like that. Um, Who did you play it with? Who were your opponents? My missus. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, she was terrible. But. Is she a spinner, though? Because you can you oh, use the a, spin or you have to no, tell her about the rules. I got that, your hand on it. snapped her out of that early doors because yeah. she was, yeah. But, yeah, it's good, mate. Cracking day, thank you. Uh, Tim, now you've Googled Margaret Robbie, what are you thinking? Blimey, look at <laughs> this. She is a worldie. Incredible. World class. Australian. Just got married. Shame. Yeah. Shame. It'll never last. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wolf of Wall Street, you've not seen that movie? Yeah, is that her, is it? That's her. Oh, yeah, brilliant, yeah. yeah. Very, very good. Suicide Squad, I think, was the latest mm. one. Um, but, yeah, very useful, I think. Very useful. Christmas. Christmas. How was it? Uh, it was good. It I've was got, good. You, now, you've got a decent present. You've got a very good present. I quite like this. Um, go on. Big screen. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh mate, you're going to love this. I've I got a projector. Oh, cool, <laughs> Big screen uh, projector. So it like, projects it onto the wall. Oh, that's class. But so it's, gonna be like it's a for pub? anything. It's for like for yeah, <laughs> for like uh, for PlayStation, for telly, anything. All, all you do is just plug the telly into the back of the thing. Oh, it's magic. Takes it onto a bloody wall. So you got it all across the wall now. Match of the day and Boxing Day. Ah, oh, dream. Scary but fun. That it is massive. cool. That is very cool. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can just rock it. Is it like portable or is it just like plug-in? Can you rock up to Mall and you just Literally. play it against the Stan Coolest stand? <coughs> the, the what? Stan Coolest stand. <laughs> stan who? Stan Coolest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. oh, this coffee. It's that Doris accent, yours. Absolutely. Stan Kulis. Um, <laughs> sorry, what was the question? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Uh, no, but is it portable? Oh, yeah, all you do is, is the HDMI that goes into the back of your telly from your PlayStation or your box or whatever. Mm. You just put it in the back of the projector. Simples. Oh, cool, it. That Amazing. Is very decent. And I got football manager, so I've been. Oh, you know, I've, been I've been so busy. Is it, really. <laughs> is it good? It is really good. Obviously, I, you are wolves. I'll, yeah, I have started with wolves actually. It's it's got the the current fixtures, which is a new that's a new thing for me. Oh, I haven't right. had one for a couple of years, oh, right, but it, it's it's the fixtures as they are. So I'm just building up to rob them away. You're not wait. on it, are you? Zenga, Zenga. <laughs> you're you're not you, on it, are you? Is Zenga or Paul Lambert the manager? They were trying to get reporters on it in which, the past. It was me, innit? Well, you've t- who did you take over from? Who did they sack? Uh, it didn't say. Just, oh, just, right. just appointed me. 
Good point. I'll have a good, look. A good appointment. Who's your, who's what, do you, what, what do you mean? Am I in the am past, I they had reporters on there for local newspapers. Oh, you mentioned this to me, yeah. Yeah, so it might be Tim Spears. It's asking oh, Tim Spears. That would be ridiculous. That would be amazing, what? wouldn't it? That would be yeah. mind blown. We need yeah. to write letters if we're not on it and get on it next year. Um, I wasn't at my opening press conference. Oh, we know. Well, I was, but I was, I was answering the question. The, the, mirror, the mirror were there, but they weren't there in real life. So oh, it was yeah. unrealistic no. for me. Uh, I haven't seen you yet, but I'll keep an eye out for you. Keep an eye out, yeah. Judah obviously won't be on oh, no, here. Right, but, um, no video, no video interviews <laughs> afterwards. No two shots. No. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. Um, uh, what about you, Judah? What did you get, Judah? Yeah. Um, I got. I think my main present was I got one of those retro little Nintendos, the proper old school. Oh, I school wanted Nintendo. one of those. Nice, very oh, nice. None of this rubbish with eleven different buttons. Just your A and your B. You up, down, left, and right. Happy days. Mario. Super Mario. Yeah, good to go. So that was very nice. I think I haven't set it up yet, but. Yeah, I think that was my own present, but it was a nice one. I really want one of them, but you can't get Duck Hunt for it, can you? Oh, can you not with the gun? Apparently not, because new TVs, it won't work. Oh. Which is a shame. But Mario, you'd have loads of fun. Did they do Mario Kart, I'm trying to think, or was that Super no, Nintendo? No, Super Nintendo. Oh, right, okay, because yeah. I quite liked a good Mario Kart in the day. Proper Mario you got there, though. Yeah, I would like to get a football manager, I'll be interested in that. We yeah. could set up a game. Hours. Oh, yeah. I play on my mate. Yeah. at the same time? You can all be in the same game. Oh, that could be awesome. We could set like three hours so aside every week and we could, we all have to play at the same time. But if we set three hours aside, we could all play against one another. Oh, that would be ridiculous. Let's do that. Please, let's Should do, do that. We oh, could, we could make it the podcast one week. That'd be really <laughs> interesting. <laughs> we just talk through commentary. People love listening about other people's football manager stories. <laughs> they are always thoroughly entertaining. Should we talk some football, gents? Yeah. Um, yeah. So lots to get through today. Plenty of action. We'll look back on Boxing Day. We'll do a little bit of the reflections of the year. Now it's the last one of, of the you know of 2016, so we'll look back at your, your favourite moments, you know, for the clubs, your worst moments. Um, we'll look at Lambert Watch, obviously, which we will talk about later Ricky. on. Ricky. <laughs> um, we'll maybe look forward to 2017. We'll do a massive in, which is our regular feature now to see who was listening to us, you know, worldwide. Oh, I love that feature. Worldwide. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Um, and we've got a quiz later on. Yes. Uh, Bit of an intense quiz, but a good quiz, of which two we've got two different quizzes today. Again, mixed it up. Um, round one, quiz one. Round two, quiz one. And if you get to a head-to-head, -head, if it's one-one, we'll go to a second quiz, which is a different quiz altogether. For nice and okay. simple, then. Nice, nice and simple. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it does sound easy. I made it. I made it. You know, I made it harder than it actually is. And then we'll finish off with predictions. And of course, we've got. Predictions for New Year's Eve, and we've got for January the 2nd as well. Because we're Blimey. So we've got double predictions, so lots to get through. First of all, we're going to start with the Saddlers today. Super oh, Saddlers. I like it. So I thought, you know, we always start with Wolves. Let's, let's go with Wolves. Go so, with the quality, yeah. Obviously, no pens flying for you, no bigs flying in the no, stands today. No, no. What a great <laughs> result. 1-0 at Port Vale. Port Vale man gets sacked afterwards, but, but most importantly, three points. Yeah, huge three points for Walsall. Um, they've really turned the corner the last couple of games. Played Bradford initially, got a good 1-1 draw. Tinkerman John Whitney's gone with sort of a traditional 4-4-2 formation, but they played really well um, at Port Vale on Boxing Day. They should have been out of sight. That's the only criticism, mm -hmm. really. They should have been sort of two or three up by half-time. Um, but other than that, yeah, they've thoroughly deserved another three points. And then, fingers crossed, they look a lot more solid at the back now. Um, got a big month ahead, January transfer window. A lot of the players are on loan. They need to get those deals renewed. Um, but it's looking a lot more positive. And if they win on New Year's Eve, they can actually finish 2016 in the top half of the table. Could finish as high as 10th, which would be a decent return, really. Who, who stepped up then in recent weeks? Um, the big one is Isaiah Osborne. Mm. Um, really is a fantastic player. I mean, he signed for Saddlers 18 months ago now. He's missed the whole of last year with a knee injury. Um, but the boy is quality. 
quite why he hasn't been in the team all season is a bit of a mystery, to be honest. Um, but he's just everything you want in a League One midfielder. He's powerful, he's got energy, he can drive with the ball, he can break up play, he's a goal threat. Um, I've heard in training he's just been a class apart for the past month or so, and he's just taken that onto the field. He really has been brilliant for them. I mean, Walsall, you know, they're, they're seven points off the top six, they're nine points off the drop. Is, is this where yeah. they're going to be during this season? You think they are just going to be that mid-table side? Is that, is that really what this squad is? I think if, if they finish mid-table, let's say they finish 12th, say, for, yeah. I think that's fair, isn't it? It's par for the course. They've got one of the lowest budgets in the league. We all know what happened in the summer. Everybody left. Complete rebuilding job for John Whitney. So, as I've said before, he's at the start of a three-year plan. So, if mm. the first, at the end of the first year, if they finish sort of 10th, 10th 12th, and build on that for next year, mm. I think you can't say that's not that's been, not been a good season. But do you think that was the goal be before the start of the season? Obviously, they've got this three-year plan. Would this be just to cement himself in you know in charge as much as anything, and just be you know comfortable 12th, 11th, 10th? Do you think that'd be a good season? Yeah, I think so. I think he actually said, as we previewed the Oxford game, he said if he was. In the top half of the table after that game, we'd have taken that at the start of the season. So if he's willing to, if he's happy with that himself, I think you've got to say top ten, top twelve. And I guess with such a squad turnover as well, that's that's not a bad result really. They're only going to get better, aren't they? They're going to they start gelling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they are only going to get better, and we have seen that the past couple of weeks. The only thing you would say to that is so many players are on loan, mm. uh, big players as well. Jason McCarthy at right back, Scott Laird at left back. Um, George Dobson, Kevin Toner, Josh Chanelli, they're all on loan. The vast majority of those deals end in January. So the last thing we need now is another rebuild. Um, they, they really, most of them have to be renewed. One or two maybe he might send back and go again. Maybe a couple haven't performed as he would have liked. But after a massive overhaul in the summer, the last thing you want is another rebuild in January. Well, Tim brought this point up, I think, in the last podcast about, about the money spent and the money that got in, in, in the summer. Have they spent it all now? Will there be money there in January? I know they don't spend, you know, anyway, Warsaw, but they have, they have you know, forked out for, for a couple of players. Will, will we see some permanent signings in January? Well, the first one will be Scott Laird. Fingers crossed. I mean, he said he wants to stay. He's made a massive impact. 28 years old and it is a young team and you can't really... That experience in League One is so crucial. Um, and he's made a big difference. So hopefully he will come on a permanent because it doesn't look like he's wanted at Scunthorpe mm. and they're flying out at the top of the table. Um, other than that, in terms of money signings, who knows? I mean, Whitney was backed in the summer. Walsall will never pay a fee for a player, but he did. He paid 175 grand for Macris. Um, <laughs> we barely see. <laughs> <laughs> and he just hasn't really featured the lad. I mean, and the ch some of the chances he's missed. He does look like he's got potential, but he is... It's fair to say he's struggled to adapt to the English game, so whether Jeff Bonds will be willing to give Whitney more cash, I probably doubt it at this moment in time, but that doesn't mean he won't move to bring in a few players on loan. Um, what do you think, Walsall? Because we, we talked about John Whitney as well, didn't we? And you said, I, I, maybe, maybe I say a bit too much, that the pressure is on John Whitney, but I feel like every time they do lose or lose a couple, then, then you know, maybe, maybe it's looking into social media too much, but you know, the, the daggers are out, so to speak. You know, is he under pressure or is he not under pressure whatsoever? Yeah, but you, you bloody love all that. It's just, it was the same with Lambert a couple of weeks ago. You were asking how long he's going to I can't believe he's asking about Lambert. I'm not asking about Lambert. You were, you were. Well, it's I on was... tape, mate. It's on tape. Oh, it's unbelievable. No, but um, <clears> there, there is, there is a lot of certain sections in you know Warsaw that aren't particularly happy with Whitney. And maybe they'll never be happy with Whitney. But, you know, is he, is he won the majority over or is it still, you know, to be TBD? To be decided. That TBD, is that oh. to be decided? You mean TBC, to be confirmed? No, TBD. Christ. Uh, I think it's fair to say the jury is still out on Whitney. Um, he did a fantastic job last season getting them to finish third. Um, but 
Yeah, it's one of those things that fans just want to see progress, don't they? They want to see every week the team is getting better and they're moving in the right direction. And the truth is this season, every time Wolves have taken two steps forward, they've then taken two steps back. Mm. It looks like they've now taken two steps forward again. Fans have calmed down. So what's coming next? Fingers crossed two more <laughs> steps forward because it can't be two more steps back because it's so frustrating. But I think if they carry on progressing, they'll be fine. That's what fans really want to see, progression. Thanks, Joe. We'll, we'll just have a. I mean, Matt Wilson isn't here today, but I am going to do some a special Albion um, little stint with him next week. But uh, one 0 lost to Arsenal. I don't know if you saw the game, uh, Tim or Joe, but um, you know Gareth McCauley, a bit of deja vu. Tony Pulis called it. I was there at Chelsea to watch them where they were for for 80 minutes. They were top drawn and, and probably the, shaded it before a bit of a McCauley error led to Costa scoring, and then again right at the end, it feels like he, like like um, Giroud out jumped him there for that for that you know late defeat. Yeah, but it's who he's playing against, isn't it? It's Arsenal yeah. and Chelsea. You can't knock him, really. I think they've they've equipped themselves really well. You know, their form got their form looks terrible now because they've lost three out of four or whatever it is. But it's Chelsea, Man United, and Arsenal in there. And do you know what? I yeah. think well, when you were at Stamford Bridge, Judah, but they, you know they didn't get hammered by the best team in the league, did they? Nowhere near, no. Um, Create more chances. And Man United as well. You know they weren't embarrassed there, and then they've they've given Arsenal a really good game. So. Um, it's it seemed more like you know the old-fashioned pugilist trying to grind out a draw out the games, and they haven't, yeah. they haven't quite managed it. But there's no shame in that, and you know they'll push on in the new year, I'm sure. But I'll be really interested to see what they do in January. That's the big thing for Albion now. Well, that's it. I mean, the, you know, the players. First, 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 kind of, you know, we we get to see what what the new owners are all Let's about. See, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, 18 million pounds being banded about for for Morgan Schneiderlin from from Southampton, who they actually play um, on on New Year's Eve. Uh, Jeffrey Schlupp is is another one who's been talked about a, a long-term target. Um, who's at Leicester? I mean, are these the type of players that you think are going to take Albion to the next level? Um, n- not. Oh, sh- I think Schneidlin would be, a but they won't addition. get him. Though, will they? No, they won't get him. Going to won't, no. Schneidlin's a step up on Jakob, isn't he? Mm. Al- Albion can't really compete with fellow Premier League teams for those kind of players, so they've got to look for players like Rondon. So it's all about yeah. the, the scouting system and, and plucking kind of gem, so much gems money, from though. the championship, 18, maybe as 18, well. 18, but 20 million pounds, like it's not. I mean, it's not like it's nothing. I'm sure it's a lot of money for West Brom to spend, but. Well, it's about time. Like, yeah. You know, they've been in the Premier League six years now. Yeah. They've got a lot of money just from being there. So, with the adding investment that's, that's come in, you know, this is it now. Yeah. You've got to move on to the next level because otherwise, Albion are just, what, you know, what, what are they all about? This is yeah. what we were saying in August. You know, what are Albion there for? Yeah. Um, but now with the takeover, there's, there's a real chance for them to make that that step. But you've got to spend so much money to move from mid-table. To challenge in for Europe and Champions League, mm. I think a team like Albion would have to. So you've got to, we'll spend, you've got to spend a lot of money, but you've got, I feel like you've got to keep on spending it for quite a while mm-hmm. to, because yeah. you know you're going to get a few duds. It always happens for you to find a couple of gems that are going to you know launch you into that top top six, top eight. I mean, I think maybe that top six is closed <coughs> off slightly, but there's no reason why Albion can't finish seventh and below. I don't yeah, think. but it's so hard to find players now. Everybody knows who everyone else is. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to take a gamble on someone like Rondon, you know you, you take a year for it to kind of come to fruition, mm-hmm. don't you? So I'll be, I'm interested to see what strategy they go down. You know, they went for Phillips uh, and McLean. You know, these type mm-hmm. of players that that again they're gamble players as well, aren't they? So I'll be interested to see what kind of transfer market they go down in January. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, he has done a really good job, and I think they're still after losing three out of the last four. They're still eighth in the table, and um, with Southampton, then they've got Hull at home. So, you know, they're winning the games that they're supposed to win, and they're doing better in the games that, that people maybe don't, you know, you know, maybe see them getting a draw that the, you know they won this season. I think, and there's no reason why they can't. I don't think there's no reason why they can't finish in the top eight this season as a cracking season. They could finish eighth. No. No, I definitely could finish yeah. eighth. I think they could finish seventh. Mm. And I think those are the expectations now, especially with Pulis signing this new deal as well, that they need to 
take, you know, he said himself, they need to go to that next level. So fingers crossed they can. Um, Tim, we've got a home win, Bristol City, happy days. I mean, it's like it's like it comes all the time now when I go when I go to, to Molyneux. Zero about this, Joe. No. Well, he hasn't been for three months. <laughs> three three months. months? No, 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 no. Yes. I've been to a lot, well, to, to a home yes. game. It's still coming out with the Wolves <laughs> eight-way no, treats, though. To, to Molyneux, I said. Yeah, to Molyneux. Yeah, I've been to a lot of the away games, but for some reason I haven't been to... I haven't been to Molyneux for three months. Well, there's only, was, there, was only, was, there was only one home game in November. Which was the last time they won, obviously, so oh. he was crowing about that on, uh, on Boxing Day. But deserved in the end, I think. Just about. Just, just about, about, yeah. Yeah, it's good fun at the moment, isn't yeah. it? 4-4, 3-2, attacks the best form of defence and all this stuff, so it's going to be... Um, it's going to be an exciting few weeks, I think. You know, Joe's talking about progress, and Wolves have certainly made that under Lambert. They've won three and seven, and under Zenga they won four and sixteen. So you know, you can see the improvement now. Far more goals being scored, unfortunately, at both ends. Um, but you can kind of see a spine and a team forming, and um, with a few additions in January, I'm feeling far more confident about uh, a bit of a push at the table oh, second half of season. Don't say it. Don't <coughs> no, say I can see it. it. You can see it because you know the, the talent and the quality was always there. It was just about moulding them into a, a, a coherent football team, which Zenga just didn't manage. He may have done given time, but he didn't before the end of October. So, um, but Lambert's Lambert's a pretty canny guy, um, and I like I really like what he's done so far, and I really like what he wants to do in January. Caballero now as well. Caballero, Caballero Costa. I mean, that's, that's, as, that's as good as you're going to get in the league for wide men if they're on if they're on, on they're, form. They're, you know, there's this whole stereotype about foreigners going missing in the winter. I mean, it's the complete opposite for them. Yeah. I feel like they could define the second half of the season because they're so good. Mm. You know, they really are too good for the championship. Just judging on on what we've seen from them so far. Well, how, the where's quality... Helder Costa? How much is he going to be next year? He's definitely going to. He's not going to be at Wolves, is he? Unless they get promoted, no, of course he won't be. Which and then and they probably won't be promoted, will they? So uh, 10, 15 million? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Cavalera, God knows what, he, what he's worth because uh, his value went down by seven million last summer. Um, but no, you, you can tell they've got the, they've got the quality, and now they're adding the work rate and the kind of the team ethic to their game, and it's made a real difference. And the formations made a difference as well. And Jack Price and David was sitting in front of Danny Bart and Richard Stearman. You know, that's a solid base on which to build on. Um, you know they could do with a goal scorer. Uh, stri- no striker scored since August, but you know, never mind. Um, it's incredible stat. It's astonishing. That is an isn't incredible it? stat just there, especially in the Championship. If you haven't got a striker who scored since August, but it's, ha- be- it's happened all year. I was just writing up a review of the year, which you can read on tomorrow's Express and Star website. Oh, nice, um, good, good, decent. And uh, so, <clears throat> in 2016, guess how many goals have been scored? By Wolves strikers. This, this is this is an early Ooh. start to the quiz. Oh, I was going to say it like that. In the whole of the year, how many goals scored by strikers? So there's been none since August, has there? None since August. So before August, seven. I'm going to say more than that. I'm going to say twelve. Eight. Ooh. Six from Joe Mason. Wow. Two from Bod Larson. <clears throat> Is that D- it? Dicko, Dicko's gone 10 games without a goal. Siggy, Bjorn Sigurdarsson, he went 15 without a goal. Lafondra, Lafondra, sorry, I don't know why I shouted that. Is he here? Lafondra, he went 10 without scoring. Moved to Wigan, scored one goal for Wigan. Who was it against? Oh, <laughs> classic. Standard. Um, and Ina Bakari hasn't scored either, so mm. astonishing. When you but speak them- to the Wolves players, what impression do you get? 
that they think about Lambert. Because I can remember speaking to Gary Gardner at Villa after Bruce came in, and you felt like sort of a weight had been lifted from his shoulders. You could see he was so happy under the new manager. They, they, well, they know what they're doing now. They didn't. That's, know what, that's what it was like. They didn't know what they were doing under Zenga. They didn't know when they were going to get days off. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how long training would be. They didn't have a clue if they were going to be on the team. Even if they were on the coach to an away game, <laughs> they still didn't know if they were going to be in the team yeah. or just sat in the stands. So under Lambert, literally. It, Literally, that is right as well. Yeah, whether, whether they're going to be on the pitch starting or not even well, in the squad. It's mad. He was taking 22 or 23 players to an away game and then leaving five in the stands, but not telling them until they got there. <laughs> it's just, just and, but and, and the worst thing about that, he didn't tell them why they're out of the team. He never sat down with them and said, look, you're not in the team. You played well last week, but you're not in the team today because one, two, three, yada, yada, yada. He just never explained it. It's a terrible man, man mm-hmm. management. Anyway, so Lambert's uh, he's improved training. The, the sessions are shorter, which the players would obviously prefer, but with more intensity, so it's getting them ready for a match. Uh, they, they know when they're getting regular days off. It's all, you know, bring up a bit of discipline, a bit of organisation. And, and they like the guy. He's, he's made it fun again. And he's kind of let them off the leash in terms of attacking as well. They're playing to their strengths. So, yeah. Has he kind of admitted, though, now in, the, in his post-match comments that we're not good enough at the back. We're going to concede. So, I mean, can, can Wolves fans be in for this for, for the next? Well, that's what I said. I, mean, four, I, I, asked, I asked him on Saturday. I said, "Is is attack the best form of defence for you?" And he said, "And he said we can't play any other way, because <laughs> great for the neutral. <laughs> great for the neutral. Terrible, for, terrible for writing match reports <laughs> um, <laughs> before the ninety minute mark. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, the, the the back four just isn't up to it. Um, the you know they're going to have to be additions in January. That's that's." That and a striker are the two big priorities. Are we just, are we just writing off some of the players? Sorry, Joe. Are we, are we just writing off some of these players who have made mistakes? You know, the likes of I offer. Or no, like, we're not. No, we're come? not writing off I offer. But he's having. He's become a liability this season. He was costing them a lot of goals. Danny Bart's cost them a lot of goals. It's be really interesting to see what happens with Danny because he's struggling. But he's still the captain. He hasn't been dropped yet. So what will Lambert do with him? I don't know. Stearman, as we know, is going nowhere. Williamson, we'll see if he comes back. Uh, that'd be great. That'd be a massive bonus. Mm. Not one that anyone was expecting. I think everyone had written him off. And said, "Look, he's never playing for Wolves." But he got a half last week. Looked good. Or well, you know, he's looking stronger. Um, Borthwick Jackson's obviously going. Courtney Hawes. I don't know what they do with Courtney Hawes. There's a lot of sins to be made, really, because um, why? Why do they not know what they're doing with Courtney Hawes? Because again, he's had, he's had such a such an iffy season. Right. Uh, his form's been terrible, making a lot of mistakes. So. Do you persevere with him, knowing that, or you know, knowing as well as you can that he'll come good? It's the same with Iolfa. Or do you take him out the firing line? Do you sell him? I mean, a lot of Premier League clubs would take either of these players. Do you loan him out? Who's the lad they've got on loan at Sheffield United? Ebanks Landau. Ebanks Landau. Yeah, he's having a great season in Is League it? One. So they might follow that model, do you think? Does him to send Iolfa and Hawes out? Yeah, were they too big? Pro- probably, yeah, probably. I mean, they're both England under 21. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Chase. <laughs> Watched by Arsenal Everton, you know, regularly. So, uh, yeah, it's a big decision to make. To be honest, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure what I'd do with that because they're making so many mistakes. But you know, you know, they'll come good. I think they're too good not to. But can can you afford to carry them at the moment? Really difficult decision. Um, just a few. Just and obviously, words. just to finish oh. off, Silvio's obviously out for the season. We'll probably yeah, won't see him again. So, they, so they they need additions both for the first team and the squad from a defensive point of view. Mm-hmm. And um, just on. A, on a quick aside on that game then. Roman Sace wasn't in the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that, that Lambert said why afterwards. Yeah, because um, he was going to be on the bench, potentially. But Joe Mason was back. So they put Joe Mason on the bench, which is obviously vindicated because he came in and won the penalty. But he said the main reason was that the Af- African nations are coming up. He's going to Morocco for a month. 
So getting used to life without him, mm. he said he sat him down, and explained it, and he was like, you know, something that Zenga wouldn't have done. It's, I'm not just kicking Zenga for the sake of it. I'm yeah, just, yeah. just pointing out the differences. You know, Zenga had his strengths as well. But anyway, Tol says, yeah, we're preparing for life without you. It was between you and Mason for the bench, and we went with Mason. Excellent. So um, we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of a little bit of um, a feature here of looking back at 2016. Like I say, it's our last podcast of the year. Um, so I've asked I've asked you gentlemen to, to come up with your three highlights and three lowlights of the season. So obviously this this season and, and you know the back end of of last season as well. So we'll go with Joe first. We just um, heard from Tim. Joe, can you give us your three highlights to Warsaw's 2016, please? Uh, first one then will no yeah first one will be Shrewsbury away, three um, one Warsaw, right. and it was the game after Dean Smith had just left. He'd left on a sort of... They played on the Saturday, won that game. On the Sunday, sort of whispers came out that Smith was on his way. Um, Monday, gone. And on Tuesday, they had the derby against Shrewsbury. Mm. And it was one of those nights, generally, I'll never forget um, that I covered that game. Uh, they went 1-0 down. But the, there was just this sense of almost injustice surrounding the club. They really came together sort of in the face of Smith leaving. Mm. It was John Whitney's first game as a manager. He was just an, in temporary charge then. Was it the joint? joint? Was it joint he was right? joint, yeah, yeah, with Neil Cutler and John Ward. And just a spirit amongst the team, amongst the team and the fans. Everyone, it's, I've never seen a team and supporters so together. They really were like as one. Yeah. Um, also came back from falling the goal behind. They won 3-1. Unbelievable display. Um, yeah, it was, just, it was just a fantastic, fantastic to see. It was, it was brilliant. Excellent. Tim, one of, your, one of your highlights for uh, 2016 for Wolves? Doing highlights and lowlights, are we? Yeah, so we'll do the highlights first. So I'll, go, I'll go alternately to... So we'll go to you first. Give us one, one of yours. Um, I would say when Jeff when Jeff Shee first arrived at the club and mm-hmm. um, he had his press conference, didn't he, at Molyneux. And then we, we'd been in, we'd been inside Molyneux for a little while, so we didn't realise that there was a bit of, ga- bit of a gathering outside of 100, 200 fans or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so she kind of impromptuly went down to the front of Molyneux at the front door, and then just got the most amazing reception from you know one two hundred fans all singing his name, singing songs, taking selfies. He was absolutely loving it. <laughs> Not organised before, just just happened basically. No, because they didn't know that anyone would turn up. Yeah, and if you remember, no one was there when Zenga turned up a couple of weeks later. You can never tell with these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a great moment, and you got a real sense that you know after the apathy of last year, you know the club was going nowhere under Steve Morgan, mm-hmm. who just get given up. You know, I think that's fair to say. And Kenny Jacket and all those nil nils and oh, it was just horrible last season. But in this and, and and for the first part of the summer, they just didn't sign a single player, and everyone's like, "What's happening with this club?" And then she comes in, loads of money, and it kind of really felt like the club was was going somewhere, and that this was kind of lift off. And you know, I, I know it's kind of stalled a bit in the last couple of months, but it's been exciting. Though, it's been it? it's been thrilling. It's been thrilling, and that was a great moment. Absolutely incredible. Joe, your second highlight of 2016? Bit of a Dean Smith theme here, but, and there's no knocking Dean Smith because he's a cracking bloke, cracking manager, but when Walsall were then drawn against Brentford in the FA Cup just weeks after him leaving. Yeah, incredible. Um, incredible, and they went there, and it was a real sort of acrimonious departure, wasn't it? Walsall flying high. Many people felt Smith hadn't seen the job through, but then they went to Brentford, 1-1-0, Sam Mantham scored from 20 yards. They put mm. an unbelievable performance, and, you know, I don't know what else to say, really, but it did feel like everyone was sticking two fingers up at Smith, yeah. really, in the yeah, nicest yeah. possible nice way. way yeah, he, yeah. Uh, but it was fantastic. Yeah, it was brilliant. Happy days. Tim? See, I've, I've, I'm just to be awkward, like two of my best and worst moments are intrinsically linked, so okay. I think I should do them together. Okay. 
How do you want me to play it? Well, you've only done one, so if you're best yeah. and worst monster, you've still got one left then, haven't you? That would mean you've got one one good point left that wouldn't be intrinsically linked. No, no my, my, my numbers two and three of yeah. my best and worst are intrinsically linked. I'd like to say them together. Okay. I texted you this morning, I WhatsApped you in a group, I just said three highlights <laughs> and three lowlights so all at well. once. Yeah. It, just, it wasn't, wasn't difficult, was it? And he had to ask again, didn't he? He had to <laughs> ask yeah. again? Lowlights, question mark. I'm like, oh, goodness me. I mean, I didn't think I could have spelled out any clearer. But you've got them. I've got three of both. Okay, okay, But okay. they're just intrinsically linked. All right. Are you still in for time? Are you still writing them? Is that why? So, anyway, uh, the, the, the Fulham 4-4 a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Edwards's, Edwards's goal after 90 minutes. It was... Just one of those one of those moments that, that we all live for, you know. Even though you know we're neutrals now in the press box, oh, well, it was neutral, just yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> oh, nailed me. Um, it was just it was just incredible. They come from three one down with what twenty five minutes to go, mm. four three. Edwards impossible goal from literally from the, the tightest angle you've ever seen. Yeah. So roofing it, but the whole the whole place just went potty. You know you know you know when you just lose it. <laughs> Everyone just lost Did it. Did you lose it? No, no, I didn't. I had a lot to write, um, but you know, Carla Kimi was commentating, and he, and he, he like completely lost it. Um, Lambert completely lost it. It's like gambling down the touchline, and you, you know, you can tell by the the noise of the celebration. It's just that little pitch higher because mm. everyone was just so delirious. Just it was just one of those moments that you know you get every like three or four years, I suppose. Yeah, fantastic. Sherry, couldn't finish it off, I guess. Uh, well, funny you say that, because ah, that's sorry. one that what followed okay. just three minutes later was one of the worst moments of the year when uh, Fulham went up the other end and equalised us. <laughs> <laughs> and ruined everything. Oh, okay. Silence. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Joe, third uh, third and final highlight of 2016 for, for Walsall Football Club. Uh, final highlight, bit of a low light as well, uh, was the final day of the season when they won five now at Port Vale. Mm. Obviously, they had to win that game and hope yeah. uh, Burton lost at Doncaster. Um, so Walsall did their did their side of the bargain. They were unbelievable on the day. Glorious sunshine, loads of fans own fancy dress. Mm. Some of the outfits were absolutely incredible, um, and they just were. Just everything throughout the whole season, all their form clicked. They've been so good and it all came together. They won 5 0, some cracking goals. And it was one of those days where you sort of watching that game, but we had Doncaster Burton on the iPad and we yeah. were looking at that and hoping Doncaster would score. But they were absolutely useless. They were already relegated and ended up Burton snatching it on the last day. But you. But it's such, it was such a good performance that even though Wolves were disappointed not to go up automatically, they thought they had the form and momentum to go yeah. into the playoffs. But of course, it wasn't to be, which we'll come on to in my. Did. Um, it's just amazing, isn't it, when you think think back, just I mean, do you still think about it? It's point, one point. One point, yeah. I think for, about for it all a, the time. It's it's hard, isn't it? It is Real hard. Because I mean, you look at Warsaw today and Warsaw what they would be if they'd gone up and maybe the players they would have kept. I mean it would have been yeah. again a complete well, maybe maybe very similar squad to, to last season, maybe, you know. Would they would they have would they have a different manager? Oh. Would they be struggling in league in, in the championship? I think they'd be struggling in the championship. I mean, they've got one of the lowest budgets in the league once. They're mm. going to have one of the lowest budgets, budgets in the championship. The players but, that would have played. But the players that would have stayed, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. The players that would have attracted. The vast majority of players would have stayed. Probably Romain Sawyers might have gone because he was probably always going to go and join up with Dean Smith at Brentford. Yeah. Um, maybe Bradshaw, someone would have come in for him. But with the price that Barnsley bought him for, they probably wouldn't have sold him. Mm. Rico Henry, they probably would have kept him as well. And that team, I mean, it, it was quality. It really yeah. was. Um, and you'd think the vast majority would be there now. And Burton and Albion are punching their way, aren't they, in the yeah, championship? They are, yeah. And Walsall were just as good as they were last mm -hmm. season. Um, so there's no reason why they couldn't be 15th, 16th in, league one, in the championship, whereas now they're 15th 
in League One. Amazing, what a difference. Tim, we're going on to your. No, I'm going to play by the rules. Just, I'll just give you, I'll just give you a highlight. Okay, then your final highlight then would be uh, the Newcastle game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, St James's. You know, I was counting this earlier. I think they've, they've won twelve or thirteen games this year. So it's not not too many. <laughs> no. um, a few of which have been fairly dull. But this this one, I mean, it was just. To, you know, people are labelling Newcastle as one of the best teams ever seen at this level. Um, certainly, the most expensively assembled team we've ever seen at this level. Mm. And Wolves lost four 0 at home to Barnsley, and then four days later, completely turned over Newcastle. I mean, it wasn't lucky you were there. No, they they outplayed them. them. It should have been more than two nil. Uh, game plan worked perfectly. Zenga's Zenga revolution in full flow. Vodvarsson clap at full time. Yeah, wow. Oh, what, what good times. Packed away. Especially uh, and clap literally to the gods because you know Newcastle, gods, obviously, yeah. the fans, the away fans are like literally, I mean, a four stands up, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But oh, yeah, it was, it was a great day. It was the perfect away day, you know, for an away supporter and, and, and for Wolves. Great day. I'm surprised you can remember it from the night out afterwards. Shut up. It's <laughs> <That's> incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, 2016 low light. Uh, right, we've got three, yeah? We have got three, yeah. All right, then my first one you will... You can do two because cause Tim's already no, done two. I'll do one. Okay. First one will just be the appointment of Sean O'Driscoll. Yeah. Um, you're a Harry Potter fan, aren't you? I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. The only thing I can, can compare Sean O'Driscoll to is a Dementor. <laughs> do you know what a Dementor does? It just sucks the life out of things, doesn't it? <laughs> wow. Um, sucks wow. the enthusiasm sucks, and yeah. the enjoyment and the excitement. We all know I'm not a Sean O'Driscoll fan. He's not a fan of me. Um, but the impact... He was only there for 13 games, but the impact he had was oh. just disastrous, really. From his press conference onwards, wasn't it? Where you, didn't, you couldn't even hear him. I mean, results weren't actually that bad. I think he won his first three games um, in charge. But I genuinely believe if he'd stayed, they wouldn't have even made the playoffs. No. Um, I think John Whitney did a fantastic job picking that back up and getting them to finish third on the brink of automatic promotion. I think Whitney's role in that has been massively underplayed. I think a lot of fans have forgotten mm. just what a good job he actually did last season. Mm. Um, so, yeah, for me, the low light was Sean O'Driscoll coming in because I do believe if Dean Smith had stayed or if John Whitney had been given the job Straight when away. Dean Smith had left, yeah. I think there's a real good chance Walsall will now be in the championship. What's he doing now? Sean O'Driscoll, is he, yeah. Sort of I, I think he's at Oldham. No, he's at he? Oldham in some sort of director of football role. So when Walsall play Oldham, I sit there praying he doesn't see me because he doesn't like me. He was on um, that course that Steve McLaren was doing, that Scott Sellers at Wolves is also doing into like football business. It's the first ever uni university course of its kind. And he's, he's on that. It's like a two-year thing. Obviously, it's not full-time, but he was doing that as well. Football uh, business? What is that? Anyone can join that? Or is it just no, a... sorry, sport business. You've got rugby people in there as well and all sorts. Oh, yeah, Scott okay. Sellers is doing it. Sounds what I would say is he is a fantastic coach and a good tactician, Sean O'Driscoll. I mean, I know, I know I've been very critical of him. He just people skills were lacking at Walsall, and that in the end was the reason why he moved on. But but you need to yeah. be you, need, you, you can be a good coach and a tactician, but it's almost as important, if not more important, to have that relationship with your players and just a bit more just that enthusiasm. You just wanted you just wanted to get him and shake him, didn't you? At times. Yeah, he did. But I'm not the only one. Oh dear. Oh, Sean. Um, Tim, low light, Wolves, 2016. Uh, do you remember, in fact you will, because it will be ingrained on your soul like it is mm. mine, uh, the 3-0 defeat at Brentford in oh. February. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was, okay. Uh, I think they, were, they, they hadn't won in six games. Pressure was... Do you want, do you want um, to drop that pad anymore? <laughs> any more times? <laughs> yes, this podcast. Have, <laughs> three times. Um, they hadn't won in six. Pressure was really on Kenny. Van Le Parra just told everyone how much money he was earning. Every oh, yeah. week after oh, week, yeah. 
he played for some reason. Kenny Kenny thought it was the right decision to play him. He got booed by his own fans. Lost three 0 Second best everywhere, all over the park. Toxic. Kenny had to do the, the gauntlet in front of the away fans walking to the tunnel. You don't want to do that, do you? Cross the field um, to go into that the was changing horrendous. room, past your fans. He in gave, the him, gave him a little clap and then started looking at his feet again. It was just uh, atrocious. He was a, he was literally a dead man walking. Yeah. I'm amazed he survived it. But they went on they went on quite a good run after that to to save his job for two months. So, yeah, that was that's pretty Dark bad. Dark times. But you know, it, it was a pretty bad night in general. Do you remember? Do you remember we got we got thrown out and you were having to oh, was upload stuff oh, in the middle of the street. Just in the middle middle of this dodgy street about quarter to one in the I morning. I remember the pictures. 12, yeah, yeah, got yeah. kicked out. Proper dark. Bad times. <laughs> it was. That was a bad. That was bad Lo- loads of legroom in the press box though. Which oh made up wow! For it. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus, unbelievable. Joe. Uh, next low. Next low. Playoffs. Um, oh yeah. In particular, probably that first leg defeat at Barnsley. Barnsley at I think home, it was yeah. three 0 wasn't it, on the day. And I think I can remember saying all I wanted after that such a long season mm. and so much sort of hope and optimism. All I wanted was for them to get into the second leg yeah. and have a real shot at it. Do you know what I mean? Going through all that for the whole season, the last thing you wanted was that game of the banks is to be a dead rubber, but it was really. Yeah. Because they lost three 0 at Oakwell. Um, Barnsley were just superior in every single area. Different, different class, weren't they? Um, it's a shame that half the team was on loan. On yeah, wow, well, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, I think they won 6 1 on aggregate, didn't they, in the end? And it was just such a shame because after that horrible feeling playoffs when you're losing the playoffs, because you sort of you build up to the end of the season. You sort of, oh, yeah, five games to go, three games to go. But when the playoffs, they just end. Mm. And all of a sudden, it's just over. So for 48 games, Walsall fans had so much hope and excitement and everything was great they just froze at Oakwell didn't they and then boom it was just yeah. over and before before they even you know even realised that they are in the playoffs weren't they it was it, literally game over it was game over yeah um, which was after what they'd done all season how they played and how they performed yeah. and what they'd overcome with Dean Smith going mm-hmm. it was such a shame for it to end that way Tim you got your last low light of the season of 2016 uh, it would be those nil nils were horrible if you yeah the, yeah but that, they were more kind of apathetic, mm-hmm. almost laughable, really. Mm-hmm. But as for a really bad moment, the first half against uh, Derby, Derby. recently, one of the worst, one of the worst halves I've seen in in quite a few years. It's a good thing it wasn't televised. Oh, sorry. Yeah, or on pay per view in China. Sorry, <laughs> it was it was disastrous. I mean, they should have been five 0 down. It was horrible, to, really horrible and difficult to watch because these players just crumbled in front of you, and, and Danny Bart, captain getting booed by his own fans it was just horrible mm-hmm. horrible me back to me back to you last one last low light of 2016 last low light was the summer um and just the day when you realize basically everyone was leaving yeah um so many players out of contract and there was sort of debate amongst fans oh soils will probably go he'll go with smith um but Laukovic will stay, and Ford will stay, and Mantham will stay, and at least we can keep Rico Henry. And you thought some of these players would stay. Mm. Um, but then one day that press release dropped and it said, bang, yeah, bang, bang. everyone's gone. Um, End it, of an era, wasn't it, it almost? Yeah. yeah. And just surprising, like watching Jason Dimitri go to someone like South End, and do you know what I mean, Walsall's genuine rivals. There's nothing, I know yeah. he's from that area, but you sure. don't want to see him losing players to that. Um, so, yeah, that was a bad day. When everybody left. Oh. I've got I've got a bonus which I was going to include. Oh, bonus! Uh, this is this is this is a highlight and a low light of my year covering Wolves. You'll appreciate this, Judah. Go on. Highlights. Me. Highlights <laughs> being upgraded to the five star 
Boater Island Resort oh. in Cork. What a moment. That is so Judah. So, so, so Judah. Judah sorted it out. Fantastic. <laughs> same, you know, Wolves players in the same bit. What a place that was. Linked, intrinsically linked to the low light. Oh. Two days later, when Judah's gone home, I'm back in the travelodge. <laughs> <laughs> the, wor- the worst travelodge you've ever stayed in. Oh, it's dreadful. So this is Judah refusing to stay in a travelodge. Is that what happened? No, he went, he, he went, he went, he... I was going to swear he left. I left <laughs> halfway through the week. Oh, just before the takeover. Great timing. Yeah, yeah. But we did walk into this travel lodge. To be fair, and it's just near the airport. So it was nowhere near where they're training. It was a good half an hour, forty minutes away. And you walked in, and you know when I think of travel lodges as poor man's Premier Inns, but still decent, still still acceptable. I didn't even have to look at the room. It was just it was the most dour and depressing travel lodges I've ever been in. It had this diner, then this American diner. On the side of it, which wasn't yeah. really a diner, it was just, it was just, it was just very oh, depressing. Judah. So I used the, we used the facilities, went back out, and I'm saying we went, we went to this beautiful resort where they were staying and playing. It was all on the same, same location, and uh, I'm like, mate, we've got to stay here. We've got to stay here. So I spoke to the, spoke to the guy who was like the tour operator, whatever. It, you know, it was a top guy, wasn't he? Oh yeah, great guy, yeah. Fergus. Seamus. <laughs> I can't know. I can't remember. I can't remember. I I've got his card. I've got his card somewhere. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he sorted us out with, the, with you know with the cracking rate, and we stayed there. But oh, a fabulous, absolute pleasure, and just just was genius, wasn't it? Absolute genius. Was genius. So we just we just we just left the travel lodge. We, just, we <laughs> didn't even tell them. So when I when I went there a few days later to to pick up the last couple of days of the booking, they were like, oh, we thought you weren't coming. We cancelled the booking. Oh, cheers, lads. No way. Yeah, it was got oh, sorted down there. What a disaster. Oh, oh. Um. Right, right. I enjoyed that. Thank you very much. It was a nice little like, look back. That kind of yes. happy memories and well, just just memorable memories. I liked it. But one memory that I think, um, well, I say it's a memory now. Looking back at last weekend, Ricky Lambert in Lambert Watch, and Tim's gladly Ricky? brought Ricky. Tim's gladly and very welcome to be fair has brought three Costa coffees in today for us. Yep. I think that might be a sign of things to come. Maybe you might be realizing that this could be. The, the, this could be the norm. I bloody hope not. It's expensive there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So Ricky Lambert again did not score. That's a shock. I mean, that's what we I'm say a bit, every I'm week. a bit worried, yeah. So now he's gone from on the bench, but, you know, getting rested midweek to on the bench on a Saturday now to not even on a new substitute this week, um, sat on the bench, and they've got a new striker, Cardiff, as well. Oh, no, have they? Who? They've got, I've <laughs> read it down here, Kenneth... Kenneth Zoe here? New. Well, he's been there for a while, but New. He's, he's, you, mean, you mean the guy that we watched at no, Cardiff? He's played few weeks recently. Ago. He's played recently, but what I'm saying is now he's got he's got his place cemented. And scored he's scored his first goal this day. Scored his first goal in midweek. Lee Sanders uh, said he's a miserable excuse for a footballer. And which doesn't bode well for Ricky Lambert if he's a miserable excuse for <laughs> yeah, a footballer and Ricky Lambert can't get on the pitch. I was watching the championship and without knowing what had happened in that game at Brentford mm. and Cardiff won a penalty and I was just waiting for it. Up steps Ooh. Lambert, never misses a pen. He's not even on the pitch. That would have taken it to five as well, wouldn't it? He's got I'm, four I'm, goals. I'm a little bit worried because A, there's a chance he might get injured for the rest of the season, which is always a concern with, with Ricky and his dodgy hamstrings. Okay. But B, they're terrible and he can't get in the team. Warnock's looking mm. to do some business in January. Yeah. He's a wheel as well, isn't he? I mean, yeah. he might move him on. He's going to be on a If Lambert moves on and gets two goals, do we still no, win? No, we always said no. It's always going to be Cardiff. Always going to be for Cardiff. Just no, we did. No, we did. That's it. six goals for Cardiff. You've got. You've, it was a very, very generous offer for me at the time, Timothy. So don't throw it back in my place. Or in your face. In your face. I said said face. Sorry, what? <laughs> I said you said Roman says. <laughs> uh, 
But are you generally concerned? A, a little bit for now. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what unfolds in January. I have faith in Ricky, but not twenty-three in, but not games in to go in there in league yes. in championship. Absolutely, halfway there. Yeah, he's going to get two in twenty-three, isn't he? Not if he's not not on the pitch. Well, he's got four in twenty-three <laughs> so far, so not necessarily, but yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. So we've, we've we've had reflections from from both of you. Let's look forward now. Twenty seventeen, New Year's Eve, New Year twenty. What what are you looking forward to? What's your what's what should be Warsaw's and Wolves's New Year's resolution looking forward? Let's go with Wolves first. What what what's Wolves's New Year's New Year's resolution? Uh, it'd be good if they kept a manager for a year. That'd be great. Yeah. Um. I, I, I I'm actually going out on a limb and saying that he will he'll stay there all year. Oh, that's a massive shout. As soon as they've had three managers in four months, that is probably. Probably a bit foolish to say, but now I've got a feeling, got a really good feeling about him. Mm, good manager. Well, if Wolves are going to be doing anything and they're going to do any, make any strides, and he's got to be there for at least a year, right? Yeah. Because if, if he's not, then it means that Wolves aren't going to be anywhere near the promotion. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, he, he, he needs and deserves time. So obviously, you've got to show signs of improvement this season. They're on the way to doing that already. What more can you ask for at the moment? Good. Joe, Warsaw, New Year's resolution. I'm going to sound like a football manager, but just build build on what they've done. That is very football that managerish. so football managerish, isn't it? Mm. Um, all I want to see is partnerships. I'm not going to, I can't see them getting in the playoffs. I cannot see them going down. But what I would love to see is, so they've got Matt Preston playing centre-back at the moment, young centre-back. He's playing alongside James O'Connor. Keep them together for the rest of the season. Let them play so next season they can really hit the ground running. Sign up players like Scott Laird, so he's part of that back three, <coughs> back four for all the next season. Just keep keep the team together, keep it cohesive, so that next year they can have a really good go. Because I think now they're at the Checker Trade Trophy. Yeah. Really. FA Cup. Yeah, at the FA Cup, out of everything. It's building for next season now. Mm. Progress, as I said earlier. Gents, thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. Right. Where are we massive in this week, Timothy? Wow, glad you asked, Nathan. Yeah, yeah. So we've had a really big week in America, actually, which is great, because Australia's been our second best country for a while now. Uh, Australia got 124 listens, America mm. 123. Oh, that is massive. Ma we are massive in America, massive exactly. Massive in the um, US. But we've really cracked it in Kenya this week. Oh! <laughs> really cracked it. Nairobi? Uh, who? Massive in Nairobi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that's in Kenya. Eight listens in Kenya. No, eight eight yeah. listens in Kenya. Right. Great work, Kenyan people. Tweet us, please. Tweet us if you're in Kenya. Tweets from the Masai Mara, which is the the uh, safari there. You've been there, haven't you? I have been. there. Where haven't you been? This happens every week. <laughs> it was on a honeymoon. We went actually nice nice link from last week for the honeymoon. We went from we went to the Maldives for a week, and then we flew to the Masa to Kenya. To Nairobi, then got on a got on a plane, small plane to the Masai Mara, and did a did a week um, a week safari there. Crazy, Mr. Nice. Bran Branson. Nice. Very, very nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've also cracked it in Ecuador. Ecuador. Ecuadorian so, market is loving the podcast this week. That's um, unbelievable. Isn't it? Yeah. it is good though, isn't it? Yeah. Four listens in Ecuador, Four. and was it the same guy? Did he did he break up and he kept on refreshing? No, because I thought that initially when we were getting all these listens, but but you can see the individual people that have listened, even if they're just called like guest one two three four five six seven, and you know it's all one each. Oh, okay, decent. So I genuinely believe these numbers. I believe in us, and I also believe we're believe massive in, in China. Oh, two on. listens in China. Jeff Shee's family on, <laughs> getting around the getting around the dinner table. Listen to the podcast. Darren Shee and Mark Shee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, a little bit of cities as well. Fifteen listens in Singapore this week. Wow. Fifteen. I go to Singapore. Good. I go to Singapore. 
for the podcast. Joe, do you oh, have to yeah, go there? Yeah, I'd yeah, there. I'd also go to Swindon, where I've had six listens. Swindon, where I'm Love. from. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hometown fans. Listen for 30 seconds, realise Joe wasn't on, and then they've turned <laughs> off. But anyway, uh, we had a big week in Leicester with 14. Right. Jamie Vardy got a bit of time on his hands. Right. And Mossman. Where? Where? Mossman. Mossman. Nine Man. listens. Mossman. UK? In the UK? No. Mossman. Mossman. I'm going to say Luxembourg. Close. Australia. Oh. So there you go. Massive everywhere. Massive everywhere. Keep coming. Tweet us. Send yeah, us pictures. Let us know where you are. One. Yeah. Express, um, Podcast at expressandstar.co.uk. Email us. Just tweet us individually. We'll make sure we get on the on the show. 100%. Yeah. And a shout out to Finn as well because obviously he was delighted with his, um, his mention last week. Finnage. <laughs> Cheers, Finn. Okay, quiz time, gents. Now, Joe, did you listen to last week's podcast? The I Christmas did. special. I did, I did. Tim Spears was... is on a roll, isn't he? No. Obviously, he didn't oh. listen to it because he was <laughs> defeated. Oh, why? No, I've listened then. <laughs> last, last one I listened to, he kept winning. Um, actually, I must thank you that 2,860 people listened to us last week. <laughs> awesome. Over the Christmas. And Gone viral. Christmas Day as well, and then fair dues. Um, I should just point out that Go I'm on. still undefeated in proper quizzes because I, I lost I lost the game about how many Maltesers you can fit in your mouth. Well, that, oh, was, that right. was the decider. You know. That was the decider, yeah. Yeah, and Mallet's Mallet, the word game. Well, I mean, word still... association, not to do with sport. Of course it had nothing to do with sport. you got sports Move on. to start. Move on. Don't give me that. You're 4-1. 1-4, lost one. 1-4, proper quizzes, lost lost, lost the Malteser quiz. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't be happy with this week's then. There we go. Now, so, we have the return of a quiz. Are you ready? Joe, it seems you didn't listen to the last one. I'm yes. for family fortunes. We have got... The return of a popular one. Weakest Link. It is the weakest link, Joe. It is the weakest link. Um, a lot of people liked it last week. A lot of people commented and tweeted saying that they enjoyed this quiz. So instead of, we had one round last time of the weakest link. This time we're gonna have two separate rounds. Okay, so two three minute rounds. I'm gonna go, for, I'm gonna go alternately, you to Tim, you to Tim. Sorry, we've got loads of time. And we, we just have, have loads to, of time. And we just have to answer a question. Answer a question and the most correct answers in the time period wins, basically. Okay, so you can have two rounds of this. Obviously, if Tim wins two or you win two, then we don't need the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker will be a different quiz, but it's a very short quiz. Does that make sense? I think so. Are you they, sure? Yep. Sporting questions. Sporting questions. <clears throat> a lot of them are one word, so I've got quite a few this week. Don't look over, by the way. But I want you both quite close to the mic. I won't look over. I'm, I'm not Matt Mayer. I'm not, I'm not, not going to look at the answers. And Joe, <laughs> oh, you, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I'm shocking that, by the way. <laughs> Um, would you like to go, Joe, since you are the challenger, would you like to go first or second? I'm going to go second, please. Second, okay. Both Ooh, go second, yeah. Good tactics. Are they? I think Luke made that mistake as well, going second. Oh, did he? Well, yeah, because you run out of time, but then you're the one who gets the first question, so you could actually, in theory, have one more question than, than Tim, than, um, right. than Joe. But Sorry, I'm not 100% sure what's happening, so <laughs> I'm just going to follow his example. <laughs> We're going to go alternately. Ready? Ready. Put, the, put this on. Okay, here we go. Love it. <laughs> uh, Tim, name the winning cyclist in the Tour de France this year. Chris Froome. Correct. Joe, who won the Wimbledon men's singles title this year? Andy Murray. Correct. Tim, name the winning horse in the Grand National. 
Rule the world. Correct. Well done. Joe, which team won the UEFA Champions League final? Real Madrid. Correct. Tim, name the winning athlete in the men's decathlon in the 2016 Summer Olympic Games. Aston Eaton. Correct. Very good. <laughs> I'm amazed he got that. Well, who, who was the winning team in Super Bowl 50? Bengals. No. The Denver Broncos. No, I don't know. Tim, which country won the Ryder Cup? Uh, America. Correct. Europe isn't the country. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty easy. So, who was the winning snooker player in the Daffabet Masters this year? Ronnie O'Sullivan. Correct. Uh, Tim, which driver won the 2016 British Grand Prix? Lewis Hamilton. Correct. Joe, name the winner of the Rio 2016 men's 5,000 metre final. Mo Farah. Correct. Uh, Tim, who won their first ever Davis Cup title in 2016? Uh, Kyle Edmund. <laughs> Argentina. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Joe, which oh, Formula One racing driver announced his retirement in December 20, December 2016? Nico Rosberg. Correct. Tim, how many people have held the post of England national football team manager during 2016? Three. Correct. Oh. Joe, uh, where, which race course is the St. Ledger Stakes run? Ascot. Wrong, Doncaster. Tim, since the, since the system of full seeding was introduced in 1927, only two men have won the Wimbledon singles title whilst unseeded. Can you name either? Goran Ivanisovic. Correct. Yeah. Boris Becker was the other one. Joe, how many, time, how many times in the Summer Olympic Games has it been held in Greece since the first modern Olympics in 1896? Twice. Three times. Oh. Wrong. Say three. Tim, what's the minimum number of darts required to, to achieve a score of 501? Nine. Correct. Tim, um, sorry, Luke. Luke, Joe, where's which, Luke? Which Essex-born player was nicknamed the Rocket? Twice, go on. <laughs> Tim, in which sport do the Pittsburgh Steelers compete? American football. Correct. Uh, Joe, what football player holds the record of most goals scored in the Premier League? Alan Shearer. Correct, just nice, in time. Nice, nice. Woo! Nice. Oh, I've lost. <coughs> Have you? Yeah, you got a few more than me. This is, this is a bit where we vote each other off. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna vote Joe off. Um, one second, just talk amongst yourselves. Let me just double check. When, when he said, who, I thought he said who won their first ever Davis Cup tie this year. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, of course you did. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> Whoops. I thought we did well there. I thought we did. Between us, we've got we've got a lot out of lot yeah. there, like probably 80%. I like the fact that Ronnie O'Sullivan twice. Twice, the Ronnie O'Sullivan quiz. He's okay. won that. He'd have to count okay. him. Okay, yeah, Tim won by two there in the first round. Congratulations, Tim. What, did you know yeah. what the score was or not? Um, it was 12 to 9. <laughs> That's three then. <laughs> <laughs> very good, though, very good. So. High, high, high standard of answers there, I thought. It was. I made it a little bit easier. So there were some easy questions in there. But I think, you know, it's boring if you get very difficult questions. So I've got your confidence. Yeah, up, you've I got think. to mix it up, haven't you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, pressure's on now. So the go pressure first. Pressure's on. Now. So you need to win this one. So you're going to go first now. Um, yeah. The first round, the first few questions are actually, I'm going to give you trophies and you're going to say what, what sport they're from. Ooh, I like okay, that. Okay, that's going to be the first little bit. I like Is that, that going to be the same for both of us? Same for both of you for the first 10 and then we'll go into normal questions again. Okay. 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 Right, let me uh, talk about three minutes again. Get this. It's the three minutes again, yeah. So I'm going to try and find this again. Okay, let me just banter, banter, banter. Oh, yeah, nailed it there. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Okay, are we ready? Let's go. Going straight with Joe Massey. Joe, the America's Cup. Golf. No, sailing. Oh. The Claret Jug. 
Golf. Correct. Joe, the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Tennis. Wrong, American football. Good start oh, for you. No. Um, <laughs> Tim, the Webb Ellis Cup. Rugby. Correct. Joe, the Stanley Cup. Tennis. Ice hockey. Oh, I haven't got a clue. Um, <laughs> Tim, the Sobers Tizera Trophy. The what, sorry, can you Sobers repeat that? Sobers Tizera Trophy. Um, uh, table tennis? Cricket. Oh, right. So I got feel Sobers. Oh, Sobers. Davis Cup. Tennis. Tennis, correct. The Naismith Trophy. Na uh, football, Naismith? Basketball. Oh. Silver Slugger Award. Cricket? Baseball. Oh. Um, right, Mike, Tim, Michael Phelps won the most medals at the 2016 Rio Olympic Games, but two other competitors from the USA came joint second. Can you name either? No. Kate <laughs> Ledecky or Simone Biles? Uh, Joe, which former West Indian cricketer earned himself a nickname of Whispering Death? Brian Lara. No, Michael Holden. Oh, he jumped in there, and mate. And he won West Indian. Oh, right, fair enough. Um, Tim, <laughs> in which decade was a wooden racket used at Wimbledon for the last time? 70s. The 80s. Joe, in which sport could you encounter the words Yuku, Coca, Ippon and Wazari? Which sport? Sumo wrestling. No, judo. Uh, Tim, which two boxers compete in the Thriller in Manila? Ali and Foreman. No, Ali and Frazier. Oh, man. Uh, Joe, according to the 2016 Forbes list, who is the world's highest paid footballer? Cristiano Ronaldo. Correct. Tim, how long is rugby union match, not including time lost or extra time? 80 minutes. Correct. Joe, in which city were the 1996 Summer Olympics Barcelona. held? Barcelona. No, Atlanta, Georgia. <sighs> Tim, in which sport is the... No, we've had that one. Um, Tim, which country won UEFA 2016? Won what? UEFA 2016, Euro 2016. Which country? Uh, Portugal. Correct. Uh, who was the first England... Who was the first team England played in Euro 2016 group stages? Joe. Uh, Russia. Correct. Tim, who started Wimbledon 2016 as a gentleman's number one seed? Djokovic. Correct. Uh, Joe, in darts, what is the highest score possible with three different trebles? 180. 171. Ooh. Is it? Is it? Yeah, treble, treble 20. Oh, three different trebles, yeah, did you say? Yeah, treble 19, oh, treble 18. Good question, good oh, question. Right, right won, let me have a, let me have a totter, let me have a totter. I don't know. No, you have. Oh, yeah. I had a shocking start. Yeah, you did. You didn't have a great start, did you? America's Cup, Vince Lombardi Trophy. One, two, three. I mean, Pressure got to me. I would have got some of them if I had a bit of time. Some of the questions didn't help. Who won UEFA 2016? <laughs> okay, okay. Was, it's, it's pressure on me as well. <laughs> Starts he's, reading and goes, add that one. He's quite a good quiz master, to be fair. Yeah, he's all right. Let's have a look. No, okay. Anne Robinson. No, no, Anne Robinson. No wink. He, he's no, a, he, he is a winker, though, isn't he? No. Oh. Come on, bloody hell, get, get on with it. We've got a winner, yeah. Timothy Spears, 8 to 6. Yeah. Well done, Tim. Well done, yeah. Tim. Well done, mate. It's in there. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let you have what the quiz was last uh, for the next quiz because. You're going to save it? I'm going to save it for next time, I think. It was quite good, though. I quite enjoyed it. Um, Joe, do you feel under pressure there? Do you feel you did okay? Or uh, just, a bit just disappointed. Being bad, a better person. Yeah. They, they were good, que good questions, better, though. Yeah. Being by the better person on the day. Well done, mm -hmm. mate. Cheers, cheers, mate. Appreciate that. Right. I enjoy it. That. I enjoy doing the quiz. I enjoy it. It's nice pressure. I'd like to do it one time, I think. Might yeah, you as yeah, host. yeah. We want to reverse the tables on Judah, don't we? One yeah, day. definitely. 100%. Yeah. Maybe in 2017. So we'll finish off with predictions, guys. We'll, 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 we'll do a, we'll do a Wolves and Warsaw squad quiz. 
That'd be Ooh. awesome. Oh, yes. Ooh, can't wait for that. <laughs> Spell Onyege. <laughs> or Massey, say Onyege. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if you saw the bloopers that we released on uh, on Christmas Day, but Joe Massey did feature heavily in it. Mm, I did, didn't I? I like to say that I didn't edit that, so... You weren't very happy with it? No, oh, it's all right with me. It's you fine. should have yeah. watched it now because you couldn't bring yourself to watch it to start with. Well, I watched the review, didn't I? But I haven't told anyone in my family that it was on. I kept it quiet on Why? Christmas Day. Because well, I don't want everyone watching it, do I? But it's quite funny. It's yeah. a little bit of funny. Poke a bit funny too yourself. much of me for my liking. Well, you know what you need to do for 2017 then? Make no mistakes. Correct. Okay. To be fair, we had an early, well, I say an early entry because probably won't count if it's a year, but yes, mm. yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> me and Tim, I had to leave the room. Oh, yeah. I got the yeah. giggles because. Well, what, who does he play for? What's the, what's the story today? So I was doing a little preview. I interviewed Neil Collins, who's now playing in America, in Florida. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to give it a little plug on the video, because he now plays for Tampa Bay Rowdies. <laughs> now, Judah, as he's just done there, heard the word Rowdies <laughs> and started giggling. Oh, a stupid name to play for, the Tampa Bay Rowdies. And then he started corpsing, so he's there holding the camera, and I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm trying it's to do my little the only little thing update. he has to do is hold the camera. All he has to do camera. is sit there and hold, hold the camera, and he couldn't manage it without... Weeing himself. Well, and then and then and then you started, and then you couldn't get it out. Yep, quite. I think we must have had ten takes, and then I had to call in uh, one of our good friends of the podcast, Andrew Turton, to come and take it, so he could film Tim because I was cracking up because I had to I had to leave the room, I had to leave the studio. He does it, and then they still can't get it out because he starts cracking up. The problem was that we told Andy what what was wrong. I was, yeah, I was saying that... to Andy, oh, J- Judah keeps giggling at the word ra- rowdies. So then uh, Andy started giggling at the word rowdies. So then you left it out. I just left it out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear, happy days. Right, we've got a double predictions this week because obviously we're away to January the 2nd predictions as well. So let's start with, we'll start with Joe. Do we include Villa? Well, let's include Villa. Villa's Thursday yeah. night, but you know, we're, we're going out Thursday morning. This is the podcast is going out. So Villa, Thursday night. Villa against Leeds United. Big, Ooh. big clash. Important clash, I think, maybe, for, for the future. Aston Villa-Leeds, what's your prediction, Joe Massey? 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. I'm going to say Villa 2, Leeds United 1. They've got to play better than they did against uh, Burton, though, but I think they will. Well, I'll say 2 all. Le- Leeds are in great form. Yeah. Leeds are in cracking form, to be fair. Could they, could they make a return to the Premier League? Uh, if they keep Gary Monk, which... I really like Gary Monk. If they lose three games on the trot, he wouldn't put past them second in, but yeah. Gary, Gary Monk's a great manager. I bet Hugh, Hugh Jenkins is uh, wishing he had. Oh, what an idiot. Yeah. What, what? He has done really well there, though, for sort of the past 10, 15 years, hasn't he, Hugh Jenkins? It's only the last know, couple of years. It's all gone. Completely form, lost yeah. it. Yeah. Although I will miss Bob Bradley calling away games road matches. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they are. Road, road games. Road games, yeah. Plenty of PKs, hopefully, for Sigurdsson tomorrow against uh, Captains of My Fantasy. Anyway, Southampton against West Brom. Difficult game for West Brom again mm. on the road. Uh, I'm going to go first. I'm going to say it's West Brom 1, Southampton 1. Say Albion gets something in this game. Tim? I think they'll win 2 0. Albion? You, you always get surprise results at this time of year. And I think they went there and won there last year, actually. They're dual win, right. and uh, I think they will. Good, good for them. I'm going to go with Tim and go 1 0 Albion. Really? Mm, wow. Just sneak it. Tight game, just sneak it. If you're going to have a bet this weekend, then, guys, I think Albion are 3 1 to, to win there. Nice. So, oh, really? Nice wow. little accumulator <laughs> um, booster. Uh, Wolves against QPR. We're going to go with the, the Wolves man himself. Wolves against QPR. I mean, for me, if you're ever going to get three wins on the spin, then this is the game to do it. Uh, Ian Holloway's on absolutely thin ice, I think, already. So what are they going to do? Are they going to get beat? <laughs> i tell you what, he's not done himself any favours, Holloway. I don't know what, <laughs> if you've seen what he said today. Oh, yeah. He lost, oh, they lost at Brighton 3-0, I think, yesterday. 
and Brighton fans don't like him because of his Palace links and, and they beat him in the playoffs. So the whole of, all the Brighton fans were singing you get sacked in the morning, but a lot and quite loud. So Holloway come after us and said, oh, you, you, you've got no respect for me, you haven't. In a Bristol accent. Um, basically saying, oh, I can't believe they've sung that. You've got no respect for me. You shouldn't be singing that. So if Wolves, if Wolves take the lead against QPR, you know yeah, exactly you know, what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, they don't, Wolves fans aren't really a, a fan of Holloway anyway. But yeah, it's a perfect game for them. Like Bristol City was a great game for them as well. They're on a terrible run form. QPR have lost six out of seven, I think it is. They beat them a few weeks ago and I back them to beat them again. Um, oh, sod it. Let's go 3-0. Three 3-0. Nil. Three nil. Love it. There's no way they're keeping a clean sheet, but no, anyway. No. I was going to go 3-0, but I'll be a bit more conservative and go 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. I'm going to go... Wolves are going to make it easy, so I'm going to say 2-1. I'm going to say they're hanging on at the end to preserve a, preserve a lead, but they get three wins on the bounce. Uh, and finally, Oxford against Walsall. Um, Joe Massey. 1-0 Saddlers. Fancy them again. Yeah. I think they've turned the corner. Oxford are, aren't, aren't the best either. No. New Year's Eve. Take a few. 1-0 Saddlers. And a nice, nice journey for you as well, to be fair. Not a bad New Year's Eve trip. No, it's all right, isn't that? Rather than Matt Wilson has got to go away to Southampton. Oh. Ouch. Yeah. But he's from he's from that neck of the woods. He'll stay down there, wouldn't he? Stratford. <laughs> no, it's his family. It's, <laughs> don't try and make me look stupid when you know exactly what I'm talking about. His, fa- his family lived down there, everybody. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> idiot. Oh dear. Uh, I'm going to go 1-1 on this one. 1-1. I'm going to sit on the fence and go 1-1. Tim. Uh, 2-1 Warsaw. 2-1 Warsaw. Go with, go with Okay, and then so January the second, we've got a full slate of games as well. So we'll start with West Bromwich Albion against Hull City, the struggling Hull City. I'm going to say this is bread and butter now for West Brom. That's how far they've come along. I think they'll win this one easily. I'm going to say West Brom 3, Hull City 0. Tim? Uh, one all. Ooh. But then, but then, but then Pulis will come out and say, oh, if you'd have offered us four points from the last two games, would he have taken it? That <laughs> always happens, doesn't it? Always happens. Did you say 3 now? Yeah. I'll say 3-1. Three, 3-1. One. Three, one. Okay. That's after they beat Southampton, by the way. Should probably start that, yeah. yeah. Oops. Um, Cardiff against Aston Villa. Ricky! Oh, Ricky! 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 Come on, Ricky. Ricky. Um, Joe. Um, Cardiff, Aston Villa. 2-0 Villa. Yeah, I mean, if Cardiff play the, well, the way they did against Wolves, then I think that'll be an easy Villa win. So I'm going to say 3-1 to Aston Villa. Yeah, Cardiff are pretty awful, aren't they? Mm, dreadful. Uh, Lambert to score, 2-1 Villa. Uh, yeah. To score two. Little uh-huh. No, 2-1 Villa. Okay, 2-1 Villa. Okay, happy days. Um, Warsaw against Rochdale. Warsaw. And this was, I think they got spanked in there by Rochdale, didn't they? Got a few spanked weeks ago. twice, uh, back to back. Rochdale have been the best team I've seen this season, and they absolutely hammered Warsaw last season, 3 0 at home as well, 4 0 this season. Bogey team, I'm going to stick my neck out and say, oh, one, one draw. Oh, <laughs> wow. Would, would you, if they were playing anyone in that league, even the hardest game away, would you predict a Warsaw loss? Yeah. You would? Yeah, yeah. You still think one, one draw? Yeah, they've got to get a result against Rochdale at some stage. Okay. So what some stage they've, got point, they've got a point to prove after the last two games. So yeah, one-one. They won't beat them, I don't think. One-three for me. I think a Rochdale away win. Tim. Nil-nil. Uh, Terrible game. Oh, nah. There's no way nah. in a million years that's no going to be nil-nil. Not, Not in a million years. Yeah. I'll give you the money myself if it's nil-nil. I'll, re- I'll remember this. Okay. Happy days. Um, thanks everyone. Thank you, Joe. We're not going to do Sheffield Chef- Wednesday Wolves. Yeah, I'm just going to do that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Shuffy wins against Wolves at Hillsborough. <laughs> going to <laughs> missed it off the list. Well, because we're uh, an hour and seven minutes in. So, Joe, Shuffy Wednesday against Wolves. One one. One one. I'm going to say that Chef Wednesday are still 
a decent class above Wolves at the moment. So I'm going to say that it's going to be it won't be it won't be a runaway game. But I'm going to say two one to to Chef Wednesday. Uh, yeah, one 0 Wednesday. Stephen Fletcher. Stephen Fletcher. Oh yeah, very specific. Um, okay, guys. Well, thank you again. Pleasure. Um, 2017. What are you what are you, what are you spending New Year's New Year's Eve? Are you any nice plans? Uh, not sure yet. Out in town or out in Birmingham? <laughs> not sure. Right. Okay. I was going to say I was going to continue that, but I won't. Just depends where the night where the night finishes. Yeah. Joe. What's Oxford, your, what's your mate. Hmm? Oxford. Morsel away at Oxford. I'm you from Swindon. Then my mates, hopefully my mates are going to come across, go for a meal or something. Oh, it should decent. be all right, shouldn't it? Decent. Good well, draw for that. Me for that. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, have a great New Year's Eve. Well, hang on. I think you should what? tell the public what, what you're doing on New Year's yeah. Eve. I'm having a fancy dress 1920s murder mystery party. Which is going to be fun. We've got a few friends coming around and we've, we've all got costumes and uh, we've been given backstories so everybody's got to be in character from the moment they get in through the door. And uh, we'll try and find who the murderer is on the, do, on the do, night. Do you play a failed children's TV presenter? <laughs> wow! <laughs> what? That's incredible. I'm a 1920s gangster running running Atlantic City. Thank, thanks for oh, our invite, by the way. Me, me and Joe, uh, we're, we're busy anyway. Mate, well, they've got... Uh, the chef's just texted me there, actually, now. Hello, Nathan, New Year's Eve. So we've got... Um, there's, there's a lot of courses and there's a lot of cutlery <laughs> going on. So I think you'd struggle with them. Um, work. You've got to work your way from the outside to the in- inside. That was a good text. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Nathan, <laughs> New Year's Eve. It's just really based. But uh, we all get a win, mainly. That's, that's, that's the most important thing, isn't it? Let's get a win for the clubs. Uh, have a great New Year, everybody. I wish everybody a happy 2017. We will be back in the new year. We will. Tim, Joe, ready to come? You come back on. You come back another one. Don't make it so so long. No, I'll try not to. You enjoyed it, haven't you? Oh, I loved it, mate. And you've got no work to get, be getting back to, have you? Absolutely none. <laughs> have, a, have a great one, everybody. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>